Hi! Hello, friends, and welcome back to a recap of Moonlight Chicken Episode 8, the finale! The finale! The finale. I gotta be honest with you, I watched it a week ago, I don't remember much, so we're gonna have to, like, really go through this and be like, oh yeah, okay, like... it's fine. Because <laughs> I'm shit at remembering shit. Oh, but I'm very excited. This was a very good finale from what I remember. Um, I, I do remember, like, a lot of cute shit that happened with uh, my my emotional support couple. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Honestly, what I really, really remember is the last thing on the subtitles. The very the very last thing that you see written in in the show. Do you remember? The very last Oh thing? yeah, 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 yeah. With the um yeah. the, the promotion thing. Employment thing, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. No, I fully remember that. I, I saw uh, I I finally I was like, are we not gonna like right when you said that too, right when at the end, like when they were kissing stuff, I was like Actually, wait, did we ever hear back about the employee thing? I completely forgot. And then it panned over. I was like, <sighs> It's funny, because I forgot regardless. And then I, they showed me, I'm like, oh, right, this is what happened with this. And I, like. Oh, fuck that. And I was like, wait, is he going to accept it? And there's going to be, like, a cliffhanger for season two or something? But then it's like, no, he didn't accept it. Uh, it's like, oh. No. He found his family. It's a cute shit thing. So. He made his home. No. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, this was a good episode. So. Fun fact, I think my favorite moment in this series was in this episode. Mm. Oh, really? It, I'm very It was a very subtle it. thing and very little thing, but like it was really good. And I was like, oh, damn, this is great. I'm curious to see if you can pick it out. Oh, my gosh. I want to, yeah, I want to see if I can pick it out because I don't remember. Let me, let me find the thumbnails. Maybe I'll remember some. I don't think I'll be through the thumbnails. No, the thumbnails are actually very, as, as I said to you with, like, the promo vibes and stuff, the thumbnails were, like, I wasn't spoiled because they were very inconspicuous. Like, I can't tell anything from the thumbnails. No, I can't tell jack shit from the thumbnails. Yeah. So, I, I guess we'll see. So, we start off with Jim making breakfast or something for Hot Mom. Dinner, lunch, whatever. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, hot mom. Yes, hot mom. Yes, back. thank you for She's still here. <laughs> She's still here. And they kind of talk about Lee Ming. And I like how Jim kind of comes at his friends. He's like, if he doesn't want to go back with you, then don't force him to go back. Yeah. He shouldn't have to. Um... I, I'm, I am glad that he's saying that. Like, he's letting Lee Ming make his own decision, but he's also like... Look, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to tell him not to go or to go. I'm not going to tell you to make sure that he stays or goes. This is up to him. Yeah. No, I agree. I really like that. Mm. And honestly, okay, what happened in this scene, I actually remember it kind of, like, what was it, corroborates uh, whatever I thought was happening in the last episode where, like, I thought she was like, I'll give you this or something. Yes. If, I think that's what she was if doing. If you let him come with me. Yes. Because when I was watching this, I was like, maybe I read it wrong. And then I watched the episode. I was like, hang on. I think I read it right. <laughs> yes. I, I actually agree. Because I was like, wait, that maybe that was what she was talking about. I, I, I was noticing some shit. Like, I felt like I was. So I thought I kind of got that right. Nice. And they also kind of talk about the fact that he's gay. And mm -hmm. and Jim brings up the fact, like, hey, how, like you you can accept your brother, but you can't accept, like, your son and stuff. 
Yeah, so apparently she does end up ex- accepting him a little bit. Because I remember when he first mentioned her, he was like, oh, my sister told me once that the love between two men isn't real yeah. or something like that. So I guess she did come around at some point. She did. And we do see that she do- it's not that she doesn't accept leaving being gay. It's just that she like she's, she's worried about him and how exactly like how other people will treat him because he is gay and how his life will be harder because of that. Mm-hmm. So, which I do understand. Yeah. I, I definitely get it. Um, but like, I always think about it this way: like, be like if if you're like worried about like your kid or like, and that's what's making you like hesitant about like something like maybe they've come out as lgbt and you're like worried and so it's coming off as like you not being accepting because you're worried if that's what's going on piece of advice don't treat it as like oh god they're gonna get so much hate i don't want this to happen to them so i'm gonna try and talk them out of it kind of thing treat it as like i'm gonna be so accepting of them that they know so that they know they have a safe space to come back to if this happens to them Mm. Be the place that's safe for them to come back to rather than the place that, like, is trying to change him so that the world doesn't hate him as much. Because the world is always going to be shit. (laughs) It is. It's the world. It's just, it kind of is like that. No matter, like, who you are, who you identify, sometimes the world's just shit. Um, As long as you're a safe space for your kid to come back to, then they're going to be fine. No, I, that's actually a really nice, nice way of thinking. That's nice. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I try as, as as someone who is LGBT. I <laughs> collect advice over the years and I pass it on. I am wise. Yeah. <laughs> this, the, the weed has not taken that away. <laughs> <laughs> so parents, be the safe space. Yeah, that's that's a really nice way. Of, and it's really nice of flipping that mentality too because mm. obviously I feel like parents worry about their kids regardless. But like, I think exactly if you make a safe space for them where like when things get shit and tough and all that, like yeah. they'll have that place of comfort. Exactly. Nice. If you don't, then they might not have any place of comfort, yeah. which kind of brings me back to uh, Gaipa's mom when she said, I'd rather yes. you, I that too. you know, have someone than not have any love at all. Like, I'd rather you have at least one safe space than have nothing at all. Because if you have no safe space, you might ha- not feel like you have nowhere to go. And who knows what that could lead to. That could lead to death. That could lead to drugs. That could lead to alcohol. Like, it could lead to depression. Like, it means they try be a to safe space a safe and things space will help. somewhere else that might not be exactly Yeah, safe. in a maybe not healthy place. Yeah. yeah. So that's always a good, good thing in my brain. It's like if someone doesn't have a safe space, be that safe space for them. Hmm. Yeah, and it does seem like she kind of comes to that mentality after their conversation. Yes. Which is nice. I do love that because I love Hot Mom. Mm-hmm. I, I wish her nothing but the best. <laughs> then we have Chapter 8, titled The Self-Made House and Home. The Self-Made House and Home. Very foretelling to what we see at the end. Very fitting. Very nice. Can't make any moon puns off it, but it's fine. Yeah, I know. There's no moon puns yeah. off it. That's okay. Then we're at the mall, and Jim is taking Li Ming to the mall. But we see it's kind of a setup where Jim kind of passes him off to his mom, and is like, hey, you two, go out and have fun. Yeah. He's like, you need to learn more about each other. So, bond. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wen shows up, and... He, They're being awesome. Yeah, they do a little flirting, and he's like, oh, wow. You look great. Like, 
And doesn't he have like, do you have a boyfriend or something? And he's like, no, I don't, or whatever. And it's like, and Ren's just like, he's like, seriously, like, what the fuck? He's like, bitch. I thought, I thought we were at a point where we, <laughs> I know he's just fucking with him, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. At this point, it's more, it's not as much like, mm, no, keep the affection away. It's more just like, ah, remember when I was, yeah, unaffectionate. Remember when I just wanted one night and, and we thought. no. <laughs> Not funny? No. no. <laughs> and then we apparently are going on a apartment hunt with Wen and Jim. Apartment hunt. Yes, Wen's yes. looking for a place. So. I, I remember your reaction. I also thought this was a hotel room. It looked like a fucking hotel room. I'm sorry, y'all. I was like, what are we doing here? I totally <laughs> thought they just ran out of a hotel room to bang, and I'm not even gonna lie. It looks so much like a hotel room. It really did. But then I was like, the ladies there too. I was like, do the concierges take you to your hotel room here? It's quite nice. I thought maybe it was like fancy. Like one's kind of rich, so you know we don't. That's know. a really fancy hotel, yeah. And yeah, so then you talked about what color he should paint the walls black or blue or something. And I was like, "Do you guys not have security deposits? Like, you paint a wall in a rented apartment, you are fucked." Like, oh, I didn't even think of that. That was that was my first instinct as someone who's going to be looking for an apartment. I was like, I would not even think to put anything on the wall that would leave any sort of impression. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's different there. I don't know. Maybe he's buying the apartment. I don't Maybe. Know. I mean, again, he's rich. He. I mean, he's not like rich, rich, but he's like more financially stable than I think Jim is. Um. Also, I feel like he wouldn't buy the apartment though, because if him and Jim did end up like moving in together at some point, I feel like they would also go and find a bigger place for the two of them or something to live in. I mean, pretty sure so... he ends up moving in with him at the end. Oh, bitch, does he? I did not know that. I, okay, I mean, that's the. I mean, I figured. I mean, he literally said that he made his own home here and he didn't want him to leave it. Oh, so. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, oh, granted, right, home is a metaphor for Jim, but still, I think it's like the vibe, you know. I'm assuming he, yeah. why wouldn't he move in? I know, right? Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, and when he actually asked the color, apparently Jim says green for the wall. Depends on the green. Well, apparently this was a reference to A Thousand Stars. How? <laughs> Wait, because hold a, on. Apparently, um, Tian called... Koopa, yes, his name is Green. Yes. And apparently this was a reference that I did not even pick up on, and someone told me in the comments, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Sort of. Damn, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tale of a Thousand Stars. Green Giant, yes. Yeah. And then, yeah, they kind of just, like, be cute when makes him wrap his arms around him. And they kind of stare out the window, and it's nice. They're adorable. Um, then with Lee Ming and Hot Mom, she is buying him, or trying to buy him shoes. He's not really interested in the ones she picked out. No. Which I think goes to show how strained, uh, not really strained their relationship is, but more just like they don't really how they know, don't each, know other, each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not like, none of these are ones that I would pick. Uh, he's I think he says at some point, like, you need different shoes for different things. Obviously, yeah. I can't do soccer in these or football. Yeah. I got American there for a second. Football. <laughs> but then he sees a parachute that he likes, but he's like, oh, those are expensive. So he takes a picture and put them away. They looked expensive. If, the, if they're on the wall, they're expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, those are like the fancy shoes. And Hot Mom does clock this, and she's like, oh, okay. So she buys them for him. Yay. And then Li Ming asks Hot Mom if she's going to marry Tong. I think he doesn't want her to marry him just before like money or whatever. 
Exactly. And which is a very good point. Yeah, which and she does say like, "Yes, I do," but like, like yeah. I do like how she reiterates, yes, I am very happy about the level of comfort I'm going to get by marrying him. Yes. But that also doesn't mean I don't love him and I'm marrying him because of that as well. Yes. Like, like you can like both. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bonus, not a like. Exactly. Um, it's not a bonus. It's, it's a bonus. It's not the reason. Yes, it's a bonus, not a reason. Like. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, it's something you're going to think about because like that, that's your future and your finances. So if someone comes around that you love and is like, you don't have to worry about finances from now on if you're with me. Obviously, that's going to be a plus, and it's something you're going to need to think about. Like, oh, actually, that's great. My financial system, uh, my financial situation will improve if I marry this person. Thank goodness I love him, like (laughs) because I'm marrying him because I love him. But also, thank God, I'm good. Like, yeah. And then Li Ming says, like, okay, you can marry him. Like, you have my blessing or whatever, and kind of just like make sure he's okay with that. Yeah. And then he gives her something. What the fuck is this? It says hunger on it with a question mark. Yeah, I, I can't believe you didn't know what this is. This is uh, an apron from the chicken shop. Oh. It's one. Of, I think it was his apron, probably, from the chicken shop. And he's like, here, something from me, since she gave me something. So. Oh. I, I did not get that. Maybe maybe because she'll be cooking meals at home. I don't know. Maybe. So here's an apron. Um, Since you're going to be big on the whole parenting thing now. Yeah. Here's an apron. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I, don't, I just saw him give her the apron. I was like, oh, that's the apron. I so, didn't think it was an apron. I didn't realize it was his apron from the chicken shop. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was because uh, the colors made sense to me, I think. Maybe. Then at the temple, Jim, Wen, Gaipa, and Lang are all there. And Jim kind of asks, like, what he's going to do now with the chicken stall because his mother is not here anymore. And he says he's going to keep it going, even though he hated it when he was younger. He wants to keep it going. And then Jim and Lang leave. And there's kind of an awkward moment with Wen and Gaipa. Or like, yeah. I kind of felt it being a bit awkward. It felt a bit awkward. Because like, these two people were into the same guy. And one of them, in quotes, won. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so, Ga- Ga- yeah, is the, yeah. So. Yeah, but. Gaipa actually handles it really well. Like, even when he does. Wen tries to be nice and ask him, like, hey, we're having one last ride at Chicken Shop. Do you want to come? He says, no, I'm good. Like, it- it's fine. Because, like, Gaipa, like, isn't a bitchy person. Like, a, not a mean bone in his body, I think. So, like, even though he, like, didn't end up with the person he wanted to end up with and this person did, he won't be, like, like to him. He'll just, he'll, he'll be nice because yeah. that's who he is. He'll politely turn down any requests and he'll just be like, that's okay, maybe another time. And he's he's nice. He would never hold that against him no. just because he was the one he ended up with. Yeah. Um, so then at the chicken shop, we got Jim, Wen, Lang, Li Ming, and Hart. They're all there. Yeah. They're all kind of having a good time. Cute. Li Ming shows Hart how to cut the chicken. Yeah, which for, do you remember? I think it was um uh Jim that showed when how to cut the, all the chicken at one point earlier in the show. I'm pretty sure that happened. Yes, someone showed someone yeah. to cut chicken. Yes, I'm pretty sure Jim showed when how to cut chicken at one point because he was working there, so he was gonna fucking need to know. Yeah. Um, he's like, let me show you how to cut chicken. So, and now we see the younger generation step in yeah. and be and Li Ming be like, let me show you how to cut the chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's true. like a thing for them. 
and their significant others yeah. showing each other how to cut the chicken. Um, and then he takes some pictures out of them with the restaurant before it closes. That made me emotional. That was That yeah, made me all sad. It was so cute. I was like, oh, this is so bittersweet. They have pictures of the restaurant together. At this point, I, as well, I think I was like, I don't think they're coming back with that restaurant. Like, uh, this feels very final and very, like, goodbye to the restaurant kind of thing. So, yeah. that's so sad. That was a really nice spot, too. So, I really hope they don't tear it down. I think they, I, I hope they repurpose it for something else. Because, like, that's a really nice spot and a really nice, like, exterior of a shop. Like, why would you tear it down? It's like really pretty and like culture wise, it's very historical looking and please don't. <laughs> I hate when people tear down things that are very significant. Yeah, but you know it's gonna be part of the Marina project, so I know, but I don't fucking want them to. <sighs> yeah. I don't know, make it into like a thing that all the parking meters are inside or something like that. I don't care, just keep it there. <laughs> then we have Alan with his sister. And she finds the pictures of their like five year anniversary pictures. Like each anniversary took a picture. And she's like, yeah. hey, what do we do with these? Do we keep them, trash them? What do we do? And he just says, like, leave them here. Like, they're not used to me anymore. That is a step in the right direction. We love to see it. I would not do that because I'm a sentimental bitch. Maybe that's why it takes me so long to get over people. Um, because <laughs> I keep everything. Like, if, even if I'm like, I'm over them, I'll be like, oh, but I remember this. Like, I'm gonna keep that. And then I'll like going through boxes years later and I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I remember that. Oh, now I'm in love with them again. Um, yeah. So I really should learn to let shit go like that. Kudos to him. Yeah. If I had pictures, I'd just burn them. That'd be fun. <laughs> Winky face. Picture. Pic, picture. Oh my god! I didn't even think of that. Did? <laughs> no, I didn't think of that. I literally was just like, I, was you know, like, I, I thought like, you were making a reference there. No, I, I didn't. Like, I mean, now I, like, I am, oh, but like, not before. No, I, like seriously, just like burn. Like, there's no point of them. Like, and I like you said, thought as well. Yeah, like you said, it just makes you fall back in love with them. Like, you know, exactly. And we don't want that. Yeah, which is why it's like, if you. Pardon me. That's why people thinks that if I keep them, then then if we get back together in the future, I'll be like, oh, I didn't want to say I burned that. I want to be like, look, this is from our relationship. Like, but you gotta like, but you can also be like, hey, when we were broken up, I tried to move on, but you end up coming back anyway. So I may have thrown mine away when I moved because we went through all our boxes in the garage, and that's where all my stuff was from the guy I dated in God any point of school. <laughs> um. And I probably was like, well, obviously I'm not going back to this, so I'm going to throw it away. Yeah. So I don't know if I threw it away, if I gave it away, or if it's in a box downstairs, because I'm a dumbass. Uh, I have no clue. Who knows? And then we have Alan leaving the hospital. But when is there? And he kind of helps him out. He probably wanted to make sure he was okay, which... Yeah. And Alan kind of stops him. He's like, hey, I don't need help anymore. I, I can walk on my own now. Which is a very nice... I like how that's like a double meaning kind of thing. I was going to say, yeah, thing. it's a metaphor, obviously. Yeah. Like, he can walk on his own because his leg is getting better, but also he needs to walk on his own. Like, otherwise he'll stay stuck on you. Yeah. You don't want that. And I, I get why when did it. He obviously feels guilty for everything, and he's trying to make it yeah. right. But, like, I feel like Alan did the right thing by being like, look, I don't need your help anymore. Absolutely, he did. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. Then... With Lee Ming Hart and Hart's mom, 
The Ming is showing her a school in America for deaf kids that Hart wants to go to. No, I okay. I've been thinking about this over the week. What is the the the, the sign language in Thailand maybe the same? Because if it's a school for the deaf and the sign language in America, how 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 would we communicate? <laughs> you see. I think it's finally time to Google this because I feel like we've talked about it five million times and we have. Okay. It. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Google, Google, Google. I feel like it's different because I know I think ASL and BSL are different. They are, but also a lot of things are different about England and America. But so I mean, yeah, but because they like to separate each other. That's fair. after history. <laughs> okay, let's see. Is sign language. In Thailand. Sign language. What sign language is used in Thailand? MSTS. <gasps> the Thai sign language is related to American Sign Language and belongs to the same language family as ASL. Generally recognized that it has been influenced by signs from ASL. Sick. Okay, good to know. So it is the same. So it's very it's not the same, but it's very, very, very well, it's in the, well, it's under the same like ASL. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's generally recognized that it has been influenced by signs from ASL. So it's very, very similar. Oh, nice. Sweet. Okay, that is very good to know because we've been going on the assumption that we have no fucking idea. And then I finally was like, let's Google it. Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, I do want to know. So, so that will help them. Yeah, that would help them. If we went to England, it would be shit because um, I watched. Um, I it wasn't a it might have been a TikTok recently, um, but it was on YouTube Shorts, and it was two people doing the alphabet from bro- both ASL and BSL, uh, and Christ, they were so different. I was like looking at BSL, going, "What the fuck?" Like I was like, "That is not even close to ASL." <laughs> so it, it honestly, I thought it was kind of cooler than ASL, but I'm not gonna speak on that because I'm not deaf and I don't use sign language, so that would be kind of wrong of me to say whether which one's cooler or not. Mm. But I was like, "Whoa, I'm intrigued!" So I, it makes me want to learn both, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. But also, I feel like I'd mix up. Some I was gonna say, stuff. I feel like learning both would be like a bit odd. Yeah. It'd be honestly like learning Korean and Japanese at the same time, and yep. that's why I'm not doing that because it's. A lot of the words are like sound similar or have similar like um, syllables. So I'm like, mm, probably a bad idea. I'm going to mix up fucking everything. Yeah. It's better to get like fluent in one first before you deal with the yeah. other and then are able to differentiate them as well. If that's the big issue. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, that's not going to help at all. No. That's why when I want to learn languages, if I. If I finish, when I, I'm going to be positive here, when I finish Korean and move on to my next language, it's not going to be an Asian specific language. It's going to be like European, like maybe French or Spanish. I do kind of want to go back to French because I did French in high school and I remember jack shit. So um, I kind of want to go to French next maybe, or maybe German because my aunt's family is from German. She speaks German at home. Uh, Sometimes. So I'm like, oh, pardon me, I must have learned German. So I can be like, hey, guess what I know? so that's why I want to do that, like hop languages and hop countries, because yeah. learning Japanese right after Korean, you could still fuck up and mix everything up. And I'll end up not knowing either language because I'm mixing words and syllables together. So uh, that's what I'm going to do 
when I learn more languages is I want to country hop with it. I agree. I think that's smart. It's it's good to, you know, have like a other language from a different country in the middle. So it's not like too similar. Like I deeply, I really deeply want to learn Thai like so badly, yes. but I don't want to do it next because I, I, while the syllables aren't similar, it's still an entirely new alphabet that I'll need to learn, which I don't know, could fuck me up in some ways. Yeah. So I'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Still doing Korean. <laughs> <laughs> and so then um, Hart's mom agrees. And she's like, yeah, we can give it a shot. Yay. Hart's happy. Hugs his mom. And then he kind of says, like, we're going out. And she's like, okay, but don't be home too late. What are signs that says don't be home too late? Yeah, that's what she's learning so well. Yeah, that's great. So then they go to a temple. They do some stuff there. Hart writes a note that says this is our offering. That mm. sticks on there, which is nice. Then Li Ming tells Hart that he was a... I think he says line dancer, but it's like when you have a dragon on your head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it a... It, it may not be a dragon. It might actually be a lion. Like, I don't know. I thought it was what, a dragon. I don't actually know what they are. Which, my bad. Uh, But I have seen them around. Um. Oh, it does say it's a lion costume. What? Have I been stupid this whole time? Don't answer that. <laughs> Damn, I was gonna. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um the the lion dance is a form of traditional dance in Chinese culture than other Asian countries in which performers mimic a lion's movement in a lion costume. Springo it's a li- I thought it was a dragon this whole time. There might be dragon ones around. It's just this one's a lion. I mean, well, part of me like is going back to Mulan and seeing like, oh, what's this one? But I'm pretty sure that was also a lion. Okay, so yeah, there is a dragon one too. Okay, I just looked up a dragon dancer. Okay, there's a dragon okay. one too. Good. Okay, I want to make sure that existed because I'm pretty sure in my elementary school every Chinese New Year there was always a, someone a dragon. Though it could have been a lion. Now mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm double guessing every time. Yeah, one of my more uh, shameful past moments, but I was a child, so it's 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 fine. I did not know what I was doing. Um, was in Girl Scouts. We had this like thing every year where it was like a, it was like World Day or some shit like that, and each Girl Scout troop was responsible for a different country. Ours was China. <laughs> and we all dressed up <laughs> in the, uh, the traditional Chinese the outfits. Kimonos. No, kimono's Japanese. Oh. I do What's not know. Chinese one, though? I don't know. Let me look it up. Uh, I, I remember, I watched this um, YouTuber named Trin, and I'm pretty sure that she mentioned it at one point. Um, but I don't remember what it was called traditional is it called a chongsam because chongsam sounds like very similar to korean oh oh a, mm, i'm sorry if i f- no i'm not no it's not oh. i'm sorry if i fuck up my um pronunciation of this uh because i did hear trin talk about this it's kipao kipao maybe uh i'm sorry if i fucked up the translation of that um so the kipao like uh, we were all we all were dressed up in a in a and I'm pretty sure my mom took a picture of me and I was at somewhere and I'm like, please let that picture never see the light of day. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, I was I was like 11, maybe 10. And I had an umbrella as well that was like double tiered. I love that umbrella, by the way. 
that's not racist. Um, <laughs> that's not racially insensitive. Uh, that was, umbrella is sick. Uh, I don't know where it is, and I don't know if I still have it, and I'm kind of sad if I don't, because that was, like, my original favorite umbrella. And as oh, the collector really? of umbrellas, I'm gonna be really fucking sad if I don't still have it. Um, but yeah, we were all, we were all dressed up in this attire, and, uh, we're, like, passing around food. I'm pretty sure we had to lo mein. I'm pretty sure that's what we were passing around, and that's when I was like, oh, I actually quite like this. Um, so yeah, that's uh, something that happened when I was younger. And every time I think of it, I go, oh. yeah. <laughs> I actually have a moment similar. Well, not really similar, but just a, a, mo- a moment that, like that where it's like, oh, wow, looking back on it. Oh, well, thank God. We're all similar. Fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll talk about that in Scum. Oh, we'll talk about it in Scum? Now mm. I'm kind of afraid. Yeah, it's not good. Anyway, um, so Gleaming does do his lion dance, put the lion head on. Does it's so cute because Hart's sitting there watching him. Yeah, Hart takes picture or videos or whatever. Ah, I love them. And then they text each other, and Hart's like, "Hey, have you ever had a boyfriend?" Well, now. Bully <laughs> Ming says no, and Hart asks, "Like, oh, what do you think having a boyfriend is like?" And Li Ming says, "Like this." You put the camera up. And then put the camera to show Hart's face, which... I've heard that he meant, like, oh, like this, like how we are interacting. Like, that's probably what it's like. Yeah. And then he, like, showed them the picture, which is just a camera on him. I'm like, oh. That's what it was on. And then he went... Yep. An actual one, too. He didn't sniff kiss. Not on this one. I would like to mention that. Is there another one? I really hoped there wasn't. Was there another one? <laughs> we'll get there. Did I miss it? <laughs> I mean, maybe my brain blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, so then they hold hands and they walk off. Then Lee Ming returns home with two boba tea drinks and gives one to Jim. Oh. Which is nice. He's like, this one is for you. Yeah, this one is for you. <laughs> and he tells him that when he gets a job, he will pay back every bot he ever spent. I was like, Jim's not going to make you do that. I already know who he is. Like, yeah. he's not going to do that. Yeah. But, but I also like how he didn't, like, completely shut down. He, like, went along with it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I also like that Li Ming actually said, I will pay you back for that. Like, and I totally believed he would as well. If he, if he, not that he had to, but, like, if Jim didn't say, you don't have to. He, I believe yeah, he would, Li Ming would have given all that back. He's a great person. Yeah. And then Jim asked him when he realized. He was gay. Mm. This was a great uh, topic of discussion for the whole tangent we went on before. <laughs> was that last episode? I thought it was earlier this episode. No, the tangent we went on before about like uh, all the people we had crushes on when we were younger. <gasps> oh, right! <laughs> that, is that one we just had? Oh, yeah. If you had, Don't listen to Cupid, you should. There's a whole tangent we went on where like how you yeah, find we out when you crush on people tangents. when you're younger. Like, fictional characters and shit. Oh, That's God. how you do it. But you don't realize you're crushing on them, because it's like, you're just like, oh, they're cool, but then you're like, wait a minute. When you're older, you're like, ah. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. And I like how Lee made responses, like, well, I didn't copy you, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're taking a little sweet time on your relationships over there. Yeah. And then Jim does tell him, like, hey, like, just so you know, life isn't gonna be easy for you. And Lee's kind of like, yeah, I know, but it's not that big of a yeah, deal. Figured. Yeah, he's got, as long as he's got people that love him, he's fine. Yeah, I like their old talk. 
And then Li Ming leaves, but then he comes back and hugs Jim. And then leaves again. That was so cute. I love how he came back. He was just like, I yeah, he's like there and then leaves. <laughs> so cute. It's so good. And I think we will take a break here. And when we come back, we have lots more to talk about. Oh, yes. And we kind of see the changes of everything that happens in the show. Yeah. A lot of things we get to see how life progresses for everyone. Yeah. We'll be right back. And we are back with a recap of Moon Knight Chicken episode eight. Of oh, something. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It, it, it's over anyway, it doesn't matter. Wow. It's supposed to get that quickly. <laughs> no, this was actually a really good show. It was so good. I really liked it. At the end, I'll tell you where it ranks on my on my list. Oh, maybe don't. <gasps> what do you mean, maybe don't? Are we going to do it in the in the after show? Uh, well, not that I got the after show, but... I have plans for our one-year anniversary that might involve some sort of ranking with the show we discussed. Ooh. Wait, that's so, a good idea. I mean, because I've literally, like, I'm not going to show you my list, but I have typed out my list here of, like... From everything we've watched? Not, not from, from everything. Like, I do need to do that. From everything we've watched. If we're going to talk about everything we've watched, I really need to think of whole ass yeah, everything. Yeah, that's just, like, a little tease. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I have ideas. We'll talk more about this off-podcast. and I'll, But I have we'll... ranked my top five for Thailand and Korea. Ooh. So, that's my current situation. I was bored one day and, and maybe a little stoned and I'm taking it very too seriously. And I was like, oh, oh, oh this should go here. Maybe if I watch this, it might go above here. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. So anyway, with the episode, um, Jim's selling his truck. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. with when he says he's going to sell his truck. And he kind of says like he doesn't know what he's going to do now with the chicken shop being closed and everything. But yeah. Yeah. So he's he's trying to figure out what he wants to do with life, and also you know he's gonna sell his truck because he needs to make money somehow. And I like how he sells the truck and then gets a different truck, a different kind of truck. Technically, he does. Yeah, he does. Very interesting. Yeah, and I like how when kind of says like, "Hey, well, if you have an interesting idea, let me know. I will be your investor. I will invest in you. I'll invest in you." <laughs> I don't even know if he says that. I think I just made that up, actually. But that's kind of... That's okay, so, because it's cute it anyway. Fits. It fits. It fits. It always fits. Earth Mix is amazing. Um, And then Jim asked one to take a picture of him with the truck. Aww. I should have taken a picture of me with my house before I left, actually. I kind Aww. of regret that. Like, my <laughs> my best friend in California, we were, like, talking before I left. And she was like, you know what I did when I moved out of my first house? Is I sat down, I put my hand on the wall, and I thanked it for all the memories. And I had oh. a nice little emotional moment with the house. And at the time, I was just like, yeah, okay. And I didn't really take it seriously. And now I kind of miss my house. I wish I could have thanked it for the memories and taken a picture with it. But I have many pictures when I was young with my house. But I do miss my house. Because it was like, what, 25 years that I lived there? That's a long-ass time. <laughs> it's the longest place I ever lived. So, longest place I'll probably ever live maybe i mean depends on where i go in the future yeah i have big plans for when i start making money like hopping all over the fucking place <laughs> Ooh, that's nice that'd be fun i wanna because since i have a british passport i want to live there for a year or maybe more if i like it i wanna live in korea for two years to do the study thing yes i want 
I still need to do that. I don't want to do that. We got to do it. We got to we got to plan and then we got to plan. Honestly, I was thinking like fall, not next this fall, but like I, I, I was like, do, no, no, the fall, the fall. fall of, 2024 maybe or whatever maybe i'm gonna because what i'm gonna do because i really want to do it as well is hopefully get my youtube channel back up and running and start making money from that and hopefully start making enough money monthly from that on its own that i can go and live somewhere where i can't get a job for two years yeah because if i make enough if i make like two thousand monthly or something like that like i'd be totally fine moving to a different country if from i make YouTube? like one thousand from from youtube yeah like and patreon and stuff like that okay if i start like because i'm trying to like change up my channel as well where i do like i've been watching a lot of reactors that do like a lot of more mainstream stuff like watching uh like sitcoms and like popular tv shows popular movies and things like that since i watch a lot of that here's my food i'm gonna um hopefully kind of revamp my ch channel and kind of make it more about like the mainstream stuff and i've been studying a lot of the channels i've watched and their patreons and how much they make each month i think 2000 is not that bad of a, of a reasonable area so i'm assuming for pay this is my personal question because i do patreon as well and yes wondering if i maybe shoot myself too low or whatever mm. so i'll ask you since you kind of do some more research M my patreon mainly just has full reactions that's mainly what it is it's just yeah. full reactions and i always Upload it there early, but sometimes like a few minutes early or hours, whatever. Yeah. On how fast it takes for me to edit everything else. How much would, how much do other reactors really charge for the, just full reaction and stuff? From what I've seen, they all do it ever so slightly different from each other, but not like a lot different to the point okay. where I've kind of like figured out that for mine. Can you put my frosty in the freezer? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get frosty? I might actually. <laughs> I've. From what I've deduced, I've decided to, at least for, like, I've put it down here. I've put, I have a little, like, schedule and ideas little section of my notes here. Um, I'm going to do $5 for early access and for voting for what I do next Ooh, if I finish good. something. And then $10 for full uncut reactions and a shout out in front of all my YouTube videos. So, like, at the beginning where, like, names will be scrolling and stuff okay. like that. Is there is there an easier way to do that? Because I want to do that shout out thing, but, like, I, yeah. I'm, like, I want to type every name and, like, what if someone leaves or someone, like, is there, like, an easy way from Patreon to just, like, take all that and just, like... No fucking idea. Okay. I do not know. I would just type out all the names and then have it as like, put it in your notes so that you have like all of them already typed. Mm -hmm. And then I guess check your patron list each month or something like that. Or like if you can search for names on Patreon, search, I guess, like if you can't find a name, search it. And if it's not there, then just take it off or something like that. Uh, or it'll just end up staying on there and it's a oops, whoopsie doodle. Um, So... I, I don't fully know for that one. That one I'm going to have to figure out a way around. And I'm going to up my editing too so that my editing for each video is a bit more dynamic um, okay. and not just straight laced like I, I had done before. Um, I'm hoping that my ADD medication that I'm going to get helps a lot with all this because right now I don't see me doing that. Um, but that's, that's what I'm going to kind of aim for. And um, I'm hoping at some point I'll get to the point where I make 2000 a month from Patreon specifically. Um, and if I get to that point, I'd be fine going to Korea for yeah. two years and still making videos while I'm there. And oh, my yeah. early access, I'm going to think, I think my early access, I'm going to put everything a month early out. Uh, a month 
a month early for like the shows and then for like movies maybe like a week or two out okay but i i've i've kind of thought about it and when i go to korea for two years i also have travel vlog ideas so i can put up another channel and do yeah travel i was gonna content. say like you can just do vlog and i'm sure that will yeah. but that'll be for a separate channel so yeah i have some ideas fun shit like that interesting yeah, i'm gonna honestly, record everything at once and then edit it one by one and put it, so. honestly that's smart because like i feel like what i do is i kind of just like react to it edit it upload mm -hmm. it and then i'm done with it yeah like, i feel like the whole like maybe an early access thing as well like, i feel like that would be smarter and like having it wait which i mean i don't really like doing but i think i might I've been studying. <laughs> Honestly, I have a list of shows I want to do too, and I've put all my ones that we've talked about on there as well as a lot of others. So hmm, okay. I have a plan, but I do want. To, uh, hopefully, by fall next year, I'm making at least a good amount. I'd be fine going with one thousand a month as well mm -hmm. if I end up. But that's if like I end up staying in like a dorm that they help me kind of set up yeah. and get. Because part of me, like, really wanted when I moved to, like, get get a, get a get an apartment. And if we end up going together, we could always share rent on an apartment as well, yeah. if you feel fine doing that. Oh, 100%, yeah. And that way we could split rent and it'd be even better. Yeah. Um, so I've researched that as well, as well as rent in Korea and shit. I, I like to research when I'm bored and then nothing ever comes of it because I just research. I don't do. So, like, I just sit there. I've looked up housing rates for the UK, for Korea, for Thailand, for America, for New York, for Florida, for everything. <laughs> and, uh, but for Korea, the rent was actually not as horrible as I thought if I was making 2000 a month and could mm -hmm. split rent with someone else. That yeah. would be Easy peasy. Because, like, a lot of the nicer places were, like, 1.5 million won, which is, like, I want to say 12 to 1300. And that's for, like, just one person. So, like, if you, mm -hmm. there were two people there, you split that up. That's, like, not even a $1,000 a month, which is fantastic. Oh, that's good. So, honestly, I think I'd be okay with a $1,000 a month as well. But that's if I'm in like staying in one of the dorm rooms they helped me set up. But yeah. I would like to rent an apartment. And if I'm going to rent an apartment, I want to do 2000 a month so that I still have expenses to yeah. run around and do shit. Honestly, yeah, I need to start doing the whole thing with like Patreon and stuff. Cause like I've been thinking about it and trying to figure out how to do it. Cause also like, yeah, I like, tried it in the past and I just never really figured it out fully. But now that I've been studying, hopefully. Yeah. I might be making a change in my Patreon at some point. Cause again, I would also like to make. I mean, that much sounds good. I don't make that much now when I do YouTube and Patreon. I'll tell you that yeah. much. I've researched it too. No, but... Yeah. <laughs> I've researched literally everyone I watch. I've gone on their Patreons. I, everyone I watch, I'm like, ooh, do you have a Patreon? I can study. And I'll like go in their Patreon like and do math. I feel like everyone's Sometimes they name their tier and it sounds cool. Mine my, my literally just like one and it's full reaction. That's a... Yeah. I'm no, like, I, I, I didn't know how to name mine either. I was like confused as shit when I first set it up. And I was like, I never really fully went through with it either. I would just mm -hmm. like put them there and no one ever subscribed to them because I never touched it. Like I didn't even upload my shit there when I was supposed to. So... Yeah. I'm gonna really think about it this time, but I need I need medicine to do all this, or else it's not gonna happen. I know me, <laughs> I know me. I can't function. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. No. Anyway, yes. Um, Christ. We need to stop going on tangents. We really fucking do. <laughs> uh, I've got um, nuggets. <laughs> I know. Oh. Anyway, 
So when is talking to his boss and it's kind of like, great, we kind of are like almost done with the Marina project, had a schedule, great. Mm. And his boss is like, great, by the way, we have this new job that will give you 30% more pay and you need to move somewhere else. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't, he doesn't say that yet, but. Before he met Jim, he maybe would have, but. I, I think he would have. I mean, he took the promotion when, before he met Jim. We saw that. Yeah. The other promotion would be here. Exactly. He said, I actually liked it here. So I was like, sure. Uh, and he, he was like, he didn't need like any particular place, he said. He, he said, like, um, I, he, he might as well go see a new place. I, I wasn't attached to anything. I wasn't attached to Bangkok or anything like that. So he was like, fine, and he moved. However, now he's attached to, some, to something very important. So. So anyway, Lee Ming and Hart are in the movie theater. No, they're not in the movie theater. They're going they're to the movie. They're going to go into the movie theater. Yeah. And they're talking. I think um, Hart doesn't want to be late or whatever. And Lee Ming's like, don't worry, we have plenty of time. And does a little like stroke on his chin. Yeah. I don't know what the. I don't know why I want to call that the the, the, the turkey neck thing. The, the, the little turkey neck thing. They, they do I, all the like time. Because like you do the little like. I, it's hard skin. doing it to yourself because it's like a little. No, but it's like you know. It's like I the, know, but I cannot. Like you can't do it like that. That's backwards. I can do it. It's like, I mean, it feels weird. You gotta go around like this and tilt your head. You can do it. Yeah, but tilting your head, like, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to be like, no, 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 no. I mean, he's tilting his head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's not tilting. Yeah, but tilting your head is like. No, oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, hard to tilt his head when Lee Mang does it. I don't know, but it's cute anyway. Yeah, then they hold hands and watch the movies. It's cute. Then we have Guy Penn Allen. Yeah. I was like, oh, content. So they're going through Gaipa's mother's, uh, what's the word? Like, it was the, all the insurance stuff and the assets and things. Yeah, assets. Yeah. Assets. Um. What? <laughs> what? child, I'm sorry. Come on, a woman is dead. <laughs> I know, but assets. Oh my god. Wait, why does that sound familiar? Because it has ass in it. Well, <laughs> you didn't explain that part. I feel like I knew that's where you were going. But I also <laughs> like, feel like, like there was something I watched where they were like, assets. Like, you're like flirting and being like, your assets or something like that. Like, I don't know. Oh, what. I don't remember that. Oh, I don't know what I was watching, if it was even a BL or not. There's a thing with assets. Anyway, yeah, they're talking about that stuff. And um, Alan, totally flirting here. He's like, oh, by the way, um, I got a new number. So I need to take it just in case you have any questions or anything, even though we're all done. Real slick. Real slick. I need to. I that need it so for the job. <laughs> Yes, that is exactly why I need you to have my new number. So smooth. Um, so he does it, and then that guy gets up and leaves. But then he's like, "Oh wait, your pen." Oh, so we get like a little like duo of this scene a little bit. Well, yeah, it's funny because when Jim almost took his pen, Alan was pissed. He's like, "Hey, he was like, don't take my give pen. me what belongs to me." But when it was Guy, he's like, oh, I didn't even know this. Okay. Sorry, keep it. Keep it. <laughs> yeah. It's yours. Everything is yeah. yours. So is my heart. Here you go. <laughs> and then Guy gets a text. I'm assuming from Alan and he smiled at it. Yeah. Someone edited this on um, Tumblr. Oh, that reminds me. I have to like go through like a couple of... T Since it's an end of show, I was finally be able to go through Tumblr. So I have to go through a couple of Tumblr things. Uh, but... Um, Ooh. That was one of them, I think, like, uh, they edited 
a, a first in Kaltong like, picture of like behind the scenes of the escape or something like that. And he like they, that he texted him that picture or something. <laughs> but I took a picture of like maybe yeah, like three or four Tumblr posts now that I was finally able to be out of the dungeon and take pictures of these posts. And I thought I found ones that were kind of funny to read on the podcast. And we have okay. someone saying, Imagine how crazy that dick must have been to make you want to work retail. <laughs> That was for Wen and Jim. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm telling you. I love oh, Tumblr. I need down a teacher or something. It's oh so funny. Like, as someone who is currently working it, I felt that so deep. Like, damn, that dick must have been real good. <laughs> damn. Uh, Li Ming in the room next door having to listen to his uncle fucking some guy. <laughs> yup. From the first episode. Let's see. Oh yeah, I noticed, someone pointed this out too, that whenever it was at Hart's house, it was very cold, cool tones. While in uh, Li Ming's house, whenever they visited, it was very warm and orange and gray and alive. Ooh. So I thought that was a very interesting directing standpoint. I was like, that oh tracks. yeah, I didn't notice. That's fantastic. And I think... Uh, oh, yeah. uh, okay, I have technically two. What if you wanted to be gay? It's like this meme. Like, what if this, but this? I, know, I, I didn't read that. Well, I, I'll, I'll read it to you as well. Okay. Hopefully. What if you wanted to be gay, but your uncle said, nah, remember, you're already poor. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one includes a show you've watched, but I have not. But it's Never Let Me Go. Ooh. And we have Wen saying, and who says I want wages at all? And then the other guy from Never Let Me Go saying, I don't need the money. Ooh, yeah. And then at the bottom says, gotta be honest, dick so good it makes the gays work for free. It was not in my 2023 bingo card. <laughs> I mean, dang. I just love the amount of like, damn, the dick must have been good jokes that I found That's on Tumblr. That is a new joke I need now. Like, I, like, I need to start so making funny. those jokes now. It's like, so funny. Now that I know that's a thing, because I don't think I ever knew that was a thing before. Honestly, I, I, I think I've made that joke, but I don't remember. Oh, no, I make that joke every time I fucking watch it. I make this joke every time I watch Not Me. I'm watching Not Me. And whenever when whenever it comes to the point where Sean and White are having sex and Black starts waking up, I'm like, damn, that dick must have been good to wake you up. You said that to me. No, I know someone said that to me. What did you? It might have been me, because I'm pretty sure I thought that right when I first watched it, so I must have brought it up. Yeah, I remember we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I feel like I read it out of the comments or something. Every single time. Every single time I watch Not Me, I think to myself, damn, the dick must have been good. Damn, the the (laughs) dick is so good. If it woke your your brother up from a coma. Um, Which episode was that? 8, 10, 9, 8, 10, 10. I think it was 10. It's 10. It might be there are two comments in episode 10. Wait, I reacted. Wait, okay. I reacted to episode 10. I'm pretty sure. Wait, no, I No, didn't. it wasn't 10. I, it wasn't. Oh, I. No, it was 9 because now it was the one nine. before. It was 9 oh, you, and then I started from off. 10 onward. Okay. It was what nine. is that blurry thing in my fucking thumbnail? <laughs> my thumbnail was. Sh- oh, wait. I, oh, them making out in 10 and having sex. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, why that looks so blurry? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It, no, someone literally said, yes, Sean and White woke Black out from his coma because they were having sex. It's confirmed by the actors. See, I'm telling you, it's because it's not necessarily deeply because of the sex. It's because I, mean, I think his heart rate rose a certain amount, and I think 
it was all it all kind of culminated in like the fact that I was like black was like oh well okay but like basically the fucking well, the higher the dick the higher the heart rate so exactly so I'm just saying not someone who's experienced in that but i'm still gonna agree the dick must have been good it must have been good to wake your I brother I make up that coma. joke every time I watch it, and that scene pops up. I literally can't watch that scene without making that comment. Okay, well, I need to remember that, because in future episodes, I will need to make that dick is so good comment that something happens. You then, will. Yeah. You will have to, because it's just the okay. way it is. I will. I need to get in, because that's like such a me thing, and the fact that I didn't come up with that is kind of upsetting. But that's I'm going to hop funny. on a bandwagon. That's still okay. my favorite one I've heard, is dick's so good, it makes you work retail. <laughs> that was so funny. That's too good. <laughs> Dang. Oh. Anyway, um, back to the show. The chicken shop is now a chicken truck. Yes. We're a truck now. Nice. I like that. It's very cool. I like that. And we have Wen and Jim working it. Um, and then Lang is a customer now, and he's like, oh, getting food and stuff. Yeah. And he works at, like, a water park or something. Mm. I don't know what water park, but he was still I mean, he works at a water park. Oh, wait. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention it. It's, like, two months later or something. Three months later. Oh, okay. There, I was when when got his promotion or got an offer for a promotion. That's why. Yeah. Surprised. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but then when says to Lang, "How's your son, Jason?" Yeah, his son's born. That's so exciting. Yes, he had a son, which means I was right. It, it was a boy, not a girl. It was a boy. That's right, and that makes sense yes. as well. Like, um, that she. Uh, it was a whole thing about like what if the girl dreams it, that it's. It was if a woman dream of something, whatever it was, then it's gonna, then you're gonna have a daughter. But because Lang dreamed, I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be a boy. And you were like, no, it's probably gonna be a girl because it's Oh, a dream damn, did I? Yeah, I remember. Okay. Cause I remember we were on odds so because we weren't sure if the baby was gonna be born or something. Oh, damn. Anything. Okay, damn. I forgot so, about that. <laughs> yes, I was right. It was a boy <laughs> named Jason, which, fine name, I guess. Great name. I have nothing against this. Just I don't know. Name. I don't really know any Jasons. Sounds Me good. Neither. I probably maybe knew a Jason in elementary school since the amount of kids there were shocking, but I don't know. No, I'm literally thinking I not even in school I don't remember a Jason. Damn. Anyway, um then Lang starts working, quote unquote, at the chicken shop real quick, just for fun because he's, he's a friend. And he puts on the apron, but then he pulls something out of the apron, which was the gold chain that Jim gave him. Yeah. That was so sweet. That was sweet. I do, I like how he said like thank you for trusting me like oh that hit my yeah, heart. Now I'm paying you back, and now we're good, even. Then we're good. So beautiful. Yeah, and he says that he's taking Prue next month to her hometown to get marriage blessing blessings. Yay! So he's hopefully gonna get married with her. Everything's looking up. Yeah, and I also like how he did return the necklace, meaning that he didn't fall back into his gambling ways, which I was worried he didn't, about. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I was I, I, that was worrisome, but I'm glad they didn't go down that road. Yeah. Yeah, then Lang goes off, and when's like, I've been working here for a while. Shouldn't I get any gold from you? Maybe a ring? And he's, he, he, well, uh, that's what I was thinking. That's but then what I like, But then he's like, no, a bot. A single bot. And he's he's like, like, wow, really? One bot? <laughs> right. And then, we have an odd set of scenes I was not expecting. We have Jim, Wen, Hart, and Lee Ming going to Hot Mom's house with yeah, we her went to Hot Mom's house. Boy, her husband maybe now and yeah. daughter. Yay! So she has a daughter as well. This was this threw me off entirely. One Did area it? 
was like in the woods. I'm like, this is like a cabin in the woods or something. Like a baby it is like a cabin in the woods. We've gone hiking. And then we see her there with her, I'm assuming now husband and daughter that we didn't know existed. We have a daughter now too. Damn. She didn't mention that before. So is so the daughter is Tongs, we're assuming, correct? I mean, is it not hers either? But Oh, do you think oh maybe it's that actually no. Well I she said that. mommy at one point, so I just figured, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's young enough to be like, This is mommy now. <laughs> yeah, well no, I wasn't sure if like maybe like it was her daughter from like a from oh. like Li Ming's dad. Oh, I don't know. Or but now that I'm thinking about it, it could be just Tong's daughter from his maybe first marriage or whatever. Maybe he got remarried. I have no idea. I have zero clue. No idea how they're related. I just see child but... and I hear mommy and I go, okay. But essentially, <laughs> Tong and Hot Mom are girls' parents. So they all have dinner. And Jim introduces Wen as his boyfriend. Yay. I love the progress. That was cute. Li Ming introduces Hart. Not as his boyfriend. But no, just he just introduces them. Yeah. And then points out, oh, actually, he says that this is my mom's boyfriend. So maybe they're not. Maybe they're not married yet. Maybe they will be soon. Maybe she was coming to tell him that she's getting married, but like they don't know when yet. Maybe. So this is kind of when I think um, Hot Mom learns that Hart is deaf and like, because Lee Main kind of signs the whole thing and she's like, oh, like Swati Yeah. And then after dinner, Hot Mom and Lee Ming are doing dishes. She's like, so your friend's nice. And he's like, yeah, he's going to a university for deaf students in America. Yay. And I'm going to go with him. Yay. And uh, Hot Mom does have a brief pause where she's like, oh, this is information. I wonder where in the U.S. it is. Like, I hope it's somewhere, like, at least a little fun. Like... Maybe like New York or California or something like that. Like at least somewhere yeah. or Boston. Like Boston uh, would be nice. Boston wouldn't be bad. Like someplace, you know, fun and not some place where people will be like, Who are you? Why don't you speak English? Like if you'd plump like <laughs> I a mean, giant deaf, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that, that's why he doesn't speak. Fucking that's why. <laughs> There's like a giant like middle amount of states where that could happen very easily. So Yeah, no, I I get what you mean, but yeah, no, that that would be bad. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want y'all to be safe and happy. Yeah, I, I'm sure they will. I think Li Ming and Hart can handle them. Actually, I don't know. They, they, they're, they're very young and might be a bit... They have each other. They do have each other. And as long as they have that, they will make it in the world. Exactly. And then Hot Mom asks how much like it will cost for him to do work and travel. And he says 100,000 baht. How much is that? Did we look it up? Uh, I got this. Hey, Bixby. 100. Hey, Bixby. Thousand. How much is 100,000 bucks? $2,947.85. It didn't even tell me the correct thing. Boom. So, what was it? <laughs> 2,900 and something, 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 something. That's not bad. No. That's really not That's that bad. That's really cheap, actually. Like, if I could, if I could do uh, learn and travel with Korea for that much, hell yeah, I'd do that immediately. That would be like, I mean, I would do that now. Like honestly, yeah, I'd do I that could, fucking now. <laughs> like fuck that, like let's go. I would save um, up for like maybe another six months so I had money in the bank for backup for like walking around and doing shit. But like, yeah. I'd do that now. 
Oh, same. I would literally quit my job and fly to Korea right now. Like, I'd be like, bye. See ya. <laughs> That's all I need. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Lee Ming's like, I can work and save up and do it and it'll all work out. And then we find out that Jim sold his car or truck because he wanted to pay Lee Ming to go for it. The work and travel. Hmm. And he does say again, like, when I, when I get enough money back, I will pay him back for everything he did for me, which is really sweet. Yeah. He's like, you don't have to. Um, then we have another scene with Hot Mom and Lee Ming, where they're watching Heart and Daughter play. And she kind of put together that they are together. Yeah. And she kind of asks if him being deaf is an issue for him, or like if it makes things difficult or different, or like... Yeah, if it, is it tough? Yeah. Yeah, which I, I will say in Hot Mom's defense, I don't think she meant to add an offensive question. No, no. I think she was just worried about how he was handling it and everything. Like, yeah. like, are you making sure you're okay as well as him? Like, kind of thing. Yes. And Lee Ming had a good response where he says, like, I don't really think of it. Like, yeah. it's not really that big of an issue. Like, I can speak to him fine. Like, I don't think of it as a problem. Yeah. And then he says, I love it when I'm with him. I love it when I'm with him. I forget what show that was from, where it's like someone says, like, I, I love you, and someone's like, oh, well, I just love hanging out with you, or whatever. I forget what show. It was from, like, a sitcom or something. Oh, it may have been Friends. It was Ross Timona, when he's like, I, when he says, I love you, even though he doesn't Yes, and she's, and she's like, like, I love spending time with you, too. Time with you, yeah. And it's like, ooh, like, like, it's kind of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> But this is different. I think in this situation, he's saying I love you without saying I love you. Where yes. In the other way, it's, I, I'm trying to say I love you without yeah. saying it because I don't feel it. Like, it's, it's like I'm saying I love you with Jason. Like, I'm, like my, I'm my happiest when I'm with you, which is like such a nice thing to say about someone. Like, it's not yeah. just I love spending time with you. It's like I have never been so happy except for when I'm with you, which is way yeah. different in scale. Yeah. Then we have Hart and Li Ming sitting at a pool or ocean or pond or whatever the fuck that is. It's some sort of body of water. Some sort of body of water. And Li Ming says that, like, Hart can say his name so clearly now. Yeah. And he likes to hear it. And Hart says Li Ming. Ah, I was like, oh, stop. This is going to make me sob. Don't show me Li Ming. I'm going to cry. That was cute. And he's like, one more time. Can you say one more time? He, he always does that. He's like, one more, one more, one more. Yeah, one more. Yeah, one more. <laughs> And then Hart wraps his arm around Li Ming and Li Ming kisses him on the cheek and then does a sniff kiss to his cheek. I don't even remember that. I must have either blocked it out or went, you know what? That's the only one I'm not opposed to. <laughs> and completely <laughs> forgot about it. Because, it like, honestly, with them, excused you can do that it's fine <laughs> i don't mind this uh, this is the one couple where i'm like i don't care you can sniff kiss all you fucking want and it's gonna be cute because you're my emotional support couple and you can do whatever the fuck you want without consequence <laughs> i don't know if they, if they, if they sniff kiss too much that might be starting to get annoying if they do the con like, like oh well all the time all the time yeah, yeah then it would then i would be like please don't please don't but it's okay i'll excuse the one I will say they're also young, like they're kids. Like it's yeah, like, I mean, exactly. they're eighteen now, so I guess it's definitely an adult. But like you know, it's like they're, still yeah, like, they're still kids. And then we have Hot Mom and Jim talking, and Jim says that he hoped that she found her permanent home mm -hmm. with Long. 
Tong and not long. Yeah, <laughs> not long. Tong. Not long. <laughs> Hot mom kind of thanks Jim for kind of help raising Li Ming, mm. and he says that he kind of became mature from him too. Like he, yeah, like they raised each other. Yeah, and then Hot mom pays for Li Ming's tuition. Yay! Or tries to. Jim's kind of like, no, I can't do that. And she's like, yeah, let me be a mother. She's like, like let, let me be a mom and do this. Yeah. I love that. And then we have Li Ming and Jim talking with the work and travel lady. And he's filling out the application. Jim signs off for he's, him all, to be all set to go. And it's all good. And I do like how Jim's kind of like, you know, you should thank your mother for this too. Because she... Yeah. For it. She's the one paying for it. Um, then... At the chicken truck, Alan shows up and sees Wen, and it's kind of awkward. What you doing here, Alan? <laughs> well, it gets more awkward when Guypa shows up. Ooh. And he's like, oh, do you two know each other? Gee, do we. <laughs> and I like how Alan's kind of like, he's my friend. Yeah, and that's when, and they both kind of just go, yeah. Like, yeah. like, I'm glad that they like reached a point where they could be like, yeah, he's my friend. It's fine. Yeah. I like how their excuse for meeting up Guypa and Alan's excuse is that they're going over documents. I know, and Guypa, like, really is like, no, we're going over documents, for sure. And Alan's just like, I mean, maybe you're going over documents. (laughs) 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 And then Lang comes over and, again, kind of exposes Guypa. He's like, oh, wow. Like, look at you two on a date. And again, Guypa's like, I saw a date. We're just going over documents. Not a date. Yeah. But then he says something that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I can't say? remember what it was. <laughs> oh. You have the scene up. Help me out. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So he walks over and he's like, ah, banker, I see. You know. And he's like, hello. Um, Will you get a free credit card if you date him? Or yeah, no? that's what it was. And <laughs> Kaifu was just like, dude, what the fuck? I was, I was watching it. I was like, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, back up, back up. Let them, let them work it out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what Prue says. She's like, stop being nosy and mind their own business and like, call them over. She was just like, you over here right now. (laughs) And they have, we don't see the baby, but they do have a We do see a stroller. So we know there is a baby. Not a car. A car. stroller. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone kind of showed up. Lee Mang and Hart are there too. Everyone kind of have a nice moment eating chicken. That's nice. That's nice. And Jim's monologue talks about how Chicken rice can be enjoyed in different ways, and people have their own particular tastes. And I like that 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 analogy. Thank you for that. <laughs> Let people enjoy chicken how they want to enjoy chicken. <laughs> yeah, there's no right way to eat it. Exactly, it should be no mind to you. Mind your business and how you eat your chicken. I'm gonna yeah. eat my chicken my way. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> also, at one point, I do want to mention, um, when they're ordering chicken, Alan orders some kind of chicken. Without a blood cube or with a blood cube? What's I a blood saw cube? that he's like without a blood cube. What is a blood cube? I'm scared I to find out. What is a blood? I w- cube? That's funny. I was gonna say I don't know, but I'd be interesting in trying it. Hey Bixby, what's a blood cube? Pig blood cube. Oh curd. What? It said curd, but he said cube. I still try it. No thank you. No thank you. I'm not a blood cube person. <laughs> Well, how do you know if you never try it? <laughs> we had this whole conversation in the last episode. I know, I know. And I actually do. Well, see, the thing is, 
I eat steak like almost rare, like medium rare to the point where it's almost rare. Like I, I'm fine with eating like meat that's got some blood still in it. When I was younger, I called it steak juice because I was ignorant and did not know what it was. And I, if I knew it was blood, I would not have eaten it when I was younger. Um, but then I developed a taste for it. My mom was like, you know, it's blood, right? It's um, like, fuck. But whenever I eat chicken, if I see like a string of red or anything like that, I'm like, like I can't do it with chicken. I don't know what it is. Ooh, like really? it freaks me out. Yeah, it freaks me out. I can't see blood in in accordance to chicken, or I won't eat it. <laughs> but steak and stuff you're fine with. Apparently, maybe it's the weird color contrast. I don't know, or maybe it's the neurodivergence. <laughs> Interesting. Weird, but yeah. <laughs> So then we get an end credit scene, sort of, mm-hmm. of when finding out that the reason the movie wouldn't play is because of the player. So he bought a DVD. Yay. Player. And he's playing it. Yay, they're watching the movie. Yeah. And then Jim's like, well, no wonder you don't give up so easily. And one says, like, hey, if I give up easily, we wouldn't be here. Exactly. I am very persistent. <laughs> yes. So then they cuddle up, they watch the movie. And then he's like, wait, you told me that the male lead got together with his fiance." No. I mean, I did, but yeah. <laughs> and Jim says, like, I said they got married. I didn't say he ended up with the female exactly. lead. Exactly. And he's like, it's more fun that way. Now you don't know what happens. Not going to tell you the end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, spoilers, obviously. Spoilers. Well, Doctor Who reference for the people in there. What, spoilers? Listen. Yeah. Just the word spoilers. If you if you watch Doctor Who, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> spoilers is a common word outside of Doctor Who. I know, but trust me, it's a Doctor Who thing. Like, if you watch Doctor Who, you'd know that spoilers is very... There are t-shirts with the word spoilers on it with, like, a little red kiss lipstick next to it. Like, it's a big thing. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> I-, I believe you. I don't be Hoovian. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> please, please comment under this video that you know what I'm talking about. Or this podcast, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, God. And then Jim says the reason he likes this movie is because the right love consists of the right person. At the, at the right, right time. time. That's always and... what it is. Right person, right time. That's a How I Met Your Mother yeah. thing as well. Well, when says, sometimes it's at midnight at chicken shop. Exactly. Again, you a reason should be called Midnight Chicken. Just saying. They met at midnight. I like the moonlight word better. Moonlight flows off the tongue easier. Midnight chicken. But moonlight. Why that dick in? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was Christ. saying that every single episode, if that would call that. I we missed out. About that. Oh my god. We missed out on a very important song that would have sang. Every time I would have sang it. Oh god. No, I can't. Well, now it's over. So it you can matter. still sing it because chicken rhymes with chicken. Not this, but it's like it's the midnight part. It's the reference. It's not a reference, but like moonlight chicken. Moonlight chicken sounds good too. Chicken in the moonlight. Chicken <laughs> <laughs> in the moonlight. Everybody. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Um, speaking of chicken, Jim asks when if he gets tired of eating chicken every day. When's like, well, if you're talking about the actual food, then yeah, sometimes. But if you're talking about the chicken maker, never. Never. That was so cute. And then they kiss. 
Yes. Weird. And they make out and all that shit. Well, and not, well, then they find the little... Oh, yeah, they find the thing first. <laughs> ID pass, where it said temp staff. And one's like, when will I be promoted to per- a permanent staff? And so, Jim puts the thing around his neck. And he pulls him close. He pulls him by the lanyard. Yeah. New fantasy unlocked. <laughs> well, that was my favorite moment, actually. Of this really? Of this. It was so good. It was so... It was so good. It's I like was, I love it. It's so good because it shows one. It's Jim doing it. Yeah, and it really shows that, that now he's into this relationship hundred percent. Like he's he's into it. It's also just amazing in every way. Oh yeah, like for sure. Putting in using it like a leash or something and just like pulling you close and be like ah ah. And then he calls him his boyfriend. That you're the seller's boyfriend. Oh. And then they make out. Whoa, what was that? Are you good? Your voice you went like all wonky. <laughs> wow, I'm 12 years old. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so he starts making out. And then uh, I, Jim starts kissing one's ear at some point. Like, da- yeah. That, the ear. I honestly thought this was going to end with sex. Look at me being I, all. I, I, I kind of wish it did. Kind of wish it did. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed in like, well, we already got sex in the beginning. We didn't need to. Yeah, no. Again. Here's the thing. Like, I'm not like super like upset about it. Like, it doesn't really. I don't think change the rank from. I don't know what the ranking is on this, but I don't think it changes it that much. Okay. It's just if it ended with sex, it probably would have been better. I think. Okay. It, it would have become been a full circle moment. First, well, we know they're totally gonna fuck. So. I mean, they do, but like, we don't like. It's not like the same as the first one, where it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you, you, you know, you know, they were fucking, but like, this we know they like, were fucking. Oh, it's hinted at. So the first scene was like a new Jim MTV with sex scenes, and this one was like classic Jim MTV with sex scene, where it's like, yeah. oh, they make out and then they fade away, and it's like if we see someone see kissing an ear, they're probably gonna fuck. That happened to not me too. <laughs> well, there was more of an iron. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, both of them bit each other's ear, and they were they went through a whole thing of like, did you like that? I was like, yeah, I fucking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's funny. <laughs> <A little> awkward. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Consent. Learn what each other likes. Yeah. So then we wrap up where we started talking from the beginning with it panning over to the job promotion declined because when just built a home and he doesn't want to move anywhere. I just built a home. Ah, that's so cute. That was really sweet. I saw when I read that, I was like, fuck off. That is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. It took a while for the subtitles to pop up because I was reading. I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah, what it takes a and second. Pops up and I'm like, "Oh, there it is." I just built the home. I'm gonna cry. That was too fucking cute. That was so sweet. That was adorable. And there's no promo vibes because it's over. I know it's over, which means next week is our after show party. Yay! After show party, we get yeah. to rank people. Gee, I wonder who's gonna be at the top of my list. You know who's gonna be at the top of your list. <laughs> I'm trying to like fake think over here, like. Hmm. I know. I'm like, yeah. I'm who like, hmm, could who it that? be? <laughs> who could it be? As you rub <laughs> your chin like that. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. So, um, next week will be our after show party. If you want to send in questions, you can. Um, there are voice recordings. There should be a link in this description of this podcast episode. Also, you can reach out on Twitter at underscore B podcast underscore. I will make a tweet asking for questions. 
And Instagram, are you going to make an Instagram post about it? Fuck, I should, shouldn't I? But I, I haven't touched it in months. I feel so bad about it. <laughs> it's not me, it's ADD. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I want to do it. I just forget about it. Um, I really should, though. Um, I may do so. I will. I, if I remember, Maybe. I will try. <laughs> okay. I'll try to remember. That is the best I got for you. Um, Great. Uh, and next week, if... This is an if. If my neck is not hurting, if it is healed by Sunday, I will drink. Okay. And I have soju still that I haven't drank yet. Well, I'm, I'm going to say I'm already drinking soju because I still have two bottles from that like eight weeks ago. I, my mom found me regular soju and she found me peach soju. So I have peach. So... We so can we peach can it up. Okay. Peach soju, maybe. Peach is, peach is apt for gay television because there's a gay movie that is very into their peaches. What did you just say? It's apt for gay television? Yeah. Apt as in appropriate. Peach. Is oh, I thought I just meant ass. No. <laughs> like have an emoji. Oh, well, ass. yes. The peach. Do- no. Okay. Have you? I don't think you've ever seen this then. The, have you seen a gay movie that has to do with peaches a lot? There, there's a peach re- reference in it? No? A peach? <laughs> Every time I see a peach mentioned <gasps> Wait, in a Christmas that's peach? movie. Hang on. Is it when he fingers a peach and taps? In? I forget what the movie's called, but it's like it's like he, he like fingers a peach. He doesn't just finger the peach. No, he fucks with the peach. He fucks the peach, dude. It's call me by your name. Yes. Yeah. He fucks I did a reaction to that, I think. Did you? Oh my god. That was been forever. It was my one and first and only movie reaction I did. Wow. No, yeah. Because it, I hate having to stop my camera every half an hour. And I, I don't know. Like... That's what I'm going to my... try and find a camera that doesn't have a recording limit because it okay. bugs the fuck out of me. Good luck. I tried looking at that multiple times. One, they're real expensive. Yeah, I know. That's a problem. I'm going to have to save for it. Yeah, so... I like Fujifilm and stuff like that. Yeah, so... So I think once I have an apartment and I'm saving money more, I'm going to invest in a better camera. One that doesn't have a recording limit because the recording limit bugged me. The camera I used to use had like a 10-minute one. It was unbearable. That's awful. Unbearable, let me tell you. Every 10 minutes, I put a timer on my phone so I could go shit and then <laughs> put it back it's so annoying like good news is other than the bl that i watch most of the shows are normally under like uh, around that time anyway. episode yeah, yeah, yeah. so like i normally don't need to worry about for those like every time i'm like yeah. like with like yeah it's like i, like, I find a place pod normally it's, like during the like the halves or quarters of it or whatever when it's like you kind of like cuts and it's like yeah a preview of the next scene or next part and it's like okay i stopped there stopped recording but like yeah it's no, been a that's... while since i've seen call me very name though I was still recording my cellar when I watched it. It's not. Everybody was obsessed with it. <laughs> I, I was not. <laughs> like, I don't remember much about it. I, I, I liked it when I first watched it. And then I like really thought about it later on. And I'm like, dude, he's like 17. And the other guy is like not. Like, this is was weird. He se- okay, question. First yeah. of all, was he 17 or was he actually 18? He was 17. For okay. sure. Secondly, what's the age consent limit adultage in Italy? And- uh, Italy, I don't fucking know. So, but I just found that ew, questionable. Looking back, and I'm like, dude, that was, that was like the bad. only thing I remember really about calling by name. Sadly, is the peaches, uh, which I cringe at every time I think of. And uh, then that was hilarious. Anytime anyone ever mes- mentions that in accordance to calling by name, I'm like, oh god, oh no, not the peaches. Uh, but. <laughs> 
The only other thing I remember is one of my favorite scenes in cinema actually is in this movie. Like, I don't like the movie, but I love this scene. And it's the scene at the end where... Is it when he's crying and he's just a credits roll? No. Oh. That's touching though. Uh, it's the scene where he speaks to his dad. His dad has a whole speech and he talks to him. It's one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I just think it's really beautifully written. And, oh, God, I'm trying to remember the quotes from it because it's just so powerful. But I think at one point he says, it's going to bug me. It's going to bug me. Okay. Uh, Okay. Let me see. Uh, Call me by your name, dad. Quote. That'll pop up. Okay. There it is. Oh, if I click on this, it's not going to really pop. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, me. Okay. Let's see. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say a bunch of this then. Okay. Prepare. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a nice little okay. snippet of dialogue here. He says, we, we rip so much of, out of ourselves to be cured of things faster than we should that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make you feel, but to make yourself feel nothing, so as to not feel anything, what a waste! Have I spoken out of turn? Then I'll say one more thing. It'll clear the air. I may have come close, but I never had what you two have. Something always held me back or stood in the way. How you live your life is your business. Just remember, our hearts and our bodies are given to us only once, and before you know it, your heart is worn out. And as for your body, there comes a time when no one wants to, no one looks at it, much less wants to come near it. Right now, there's sorrow, pain. Don't kill it, and with it the joy you felt. I am in love with the entire scene with Man. the father because that whole line of dialogue was so beautiful when I was watching it. I was like just frozen and just watching it and taking it all in, and just the mood of the scene, the silence behind it. There was no music with it. It was just the crackling fire kind of next to them. It was like, damn, this scene is so good. It's one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. So I will say I don't like the movie very much, but that scene is incredible. Damn. I don't even remember that, so I'll be honest. (laughs) It's after he leaves. It's after, I think, Oliver's name leaves. So, yeah. And and, uh, Elio? Is that his name? I think it was Elio. I think it was Elio. Uh, and, and he's all sad about it, and he sits. He sits down. Like he comes back after the train from like that. Sits down next to his dad, and his dad's like, "I think you need some help. So a, a nice little speech to get you going. <laughs> I think you need a dad and talk." He, he gives up. <laughs> he delivered. That was mm, that was the speech of the decade. That was like my favorite speech in the world. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway, off on that tangent, I guess. Yeah. Uh. Um. Yeah. So that was our recap of Moonlight Chicken episode eight, the finale. Um, like we talked about, if you want to send a voice recording question, you can send it in through, um, the link in the, the description for this episode. Hell yeah. You can, or tweet us questions, or yeah. Instagram us questions. If I remember. But you can still send us by Instagram, and I'll try and remember to check. Yeah, I mean, if you send DMs or whatever, I don't know if the DMs are open on our Instagram account. I, I also don't remember. So you can also DM me on Instagram, on my personal yeah, Instagram. Or DM and I'll us. find that as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, DM, Twitter, tweet, whatever. Just whatever you need to get your question out there. Let us know. We will be doing that. We will be ranking characters. We will beat... Oh, quizzes. 
Oh, quizzes. We got to look for quizzes and make them if we're... If we I was going to say, yeah, if there's no quizzes available, we might need to make some. Oh, damn. Oh, I did remember... A qu- oh, fuck. Wait, okay. I remembered a quiz question that I really wanted to put in a quiz. I'm not going to tell it to you because I want it to be a fun surprise. Um, but also that that leaves one where you, if you need one, I might have to give it to you. Um, I, I'll probably figure it out. I've, I've figured that before. I forget what they were, but... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I... Don't remember. Oh, they're the Witch Moonlight Chicken character. Are you quiz? There is. Oh, there yeah. Two? There might be two. Oh, three. Wait, what? Four. Oh, wait, but these ones are on Tumblr. These were on you quiz. Well, we found a quiz. Yeah, we there. There, there are two quizzes. So if you want to make one, you can with that question. If you remember it. If not, you don't have to because we have quizzes that we don't need to make anymore, which is good because I don't know if I would have time to make it. It's yeah, me neither, honestly. <laughs> I was so worried because like Moonlight Chicken, I feel like just I mean, it didn't just end. We actually started this really late, which is yeah. Not great, but makes it better for quizzes, I guess, to be made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we will be doing quizzes as well and shipping or ripping stuff. Yay, shipping or ripping! Well. But there fun. are minors included, so should we do bro TP, OTP, and HP? Well, are we? Because they are 18. Or at least they turn 18. Something. Nah, they're so, still kids. It, it, My, it, every time uh, I say... But, here, but, oh, but both of them are adults, though, I feel like. Most so it's of them like, are adults. We'll just rip it if it comes to the minors. Spoiler alert! If we are with the minors, we are ripping. <laughs> well, spoiler alert! If anyone with the minors, other than the minors themselves, are with anyone other than the yeah, minors other than the minors, we themselves. have to rip it. We're ripping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and also because some of them are related too. Now thinking about and it, and also because some of them are related too. <laughs> this might be weird. This will be interesting. Okay. That's what that, that's what's fun about it, is how weird oh, it can get. God, alright. And uncomfortable, but it's fine. And uncomfortable. <laughs> Who cares? That's fine. <laughs> um, we've done worse. We have, that is very true. <laughs> we yeah, yeah. Yikes. Anyway, that will be it for our recap of Moonlight Chicken episode eight, the finale, yeah. and I guess the series as a whole. Again, our after show will be next week. Yes. Join us with questions and Anything else you want us to talk about Moonlight Chicken related? Yay! We'll see you then! See you then! Bye! Bye!